Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast, proudly supported by Sidelines Bar and Grill at Arena. I'm Phil and I'm joined by Luke, Josh and Morrow. How are you guys? Yeah, pretty good. How are you? Sensational. Very well indeed. That's good. The full kit wanker is here. <laughs> full kit. He's back. We decided to let him back in the building. We didn't really want to, but... Um, he, had yeah, to, he had to get a security clearance to get in. You've got me. I thought there was no chance of a comeback. Well, we'll see how you go this time. He's, you're, you're, the, you're the John Farnham of podcasts. Oh, always, get, always coming back. Oh, yeah. I should be able to bottom that. How did getting a full <laughs> kit go on the weekend? I managed to get part of the full kit. I'm you get disappointed shorts? not to have got shorts or socks. Ah. But uh, so you've got a jersey. Space. I've got a jersey. Got a home jersey. Home jersey, which yep. you did put on within about five minutes of buying it, and wore ever after. In fact, I did say you still got it on our guys. I was considering wearing it up for your benefit, Phil, but um, my wife suggested otherwise. Does it smell? Uh, it would. It already needs a wash because you want it so Saturday. much. It was a hot day on Saturday, and you know it was a good day, though, wasn't it? It was a good day. Yeah, very it was well. very well, very well put together by the club and everyone. There was lots of uh, stuff to do, and um, it was good to watch the boys have a little run around. It was wasn't much of a training session after uh, the game against Melbourne City last Friday, which they lost two one for anyone that hasn't heard yet. Yes, we're consistent. Um, yeah, we are. But uh, I think it was Fabio who scored a penalty in the first half from what we've heard. And um, apparently we dominated most of the first half. And then Fitzy scored late on. Uh, and then I don't know who scored their second goal, but it was late. I didn't even know Late in happened. the second half. And we understand the only person who didn't uh, partake in it was Tim Cahill? Yes, apparently Darren. it was mostly... Darren. Darren. It was a uh, very strong City lineup here except for Tim Cahill. So... From where from where we've come from to um, have a decent result against them like that, uh, can't complain. It's only a one right. goal loss. We're going to do the weekly walkout, guys. So I want you to tell me what this song is and what it relates to. So just hopefully it works because we don't have any internet. So fingers crossed. I wanted to say Yoshi, but. Very arcadish. Is it is it Yoshi's World game? Yeah, it's Yoshi playing Yoshi. an accordion. Well, obviously we know what Yoshi relates to. It's Yoshi with, Island with today. Oh, I was close. Good old Yoshi. I hope he picks us. We need all the members we can get. Yeah, we need one more. What do you guys think of that advertising campaign? Yeah. Uh, people. Uh, it's better than just having Cahill, but yeah, I think mean, it's okay. I guess I don't no, think. I think you, you should pick the pick, team. A team should pick yeah, you. You exactly. shouldn't pick a team. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know he's only like like whatever whatever region he's from is the team you should support. Basically, but I, do, yeah. but I do like them putting in vogue what it is that's great about the clubs, and it's not all about what happens on the football. Yeah, field. the it's way they, yeah, that's true. The way yeah. they ran it and they put it all out was very good. You can't really argue against that. But, but should he, but should yeah. he ever... Not every, like members, not every person out there doesn't have a team at the moment is going to get, you know, two people dressed up as a pirate and an admiral firing cannons for them. They they, yeah. they made the kid do a dab with our mascot, so I think we should automatically <laughs> lose because of that. <laughs> well, if he dabs, but I don't want him, so... Yeah, we don't, want, we, don't want, we don't want dabbers at this club. It is a bit silly, like... Like as you said, the you know where you wherever you grow up or where you're currently living should be your team, and that team shouldn't change. Yeah, yeah. And like, true. It's like yeah, I think if other ten year olds see that or however old he is, and they go, well, 
I live in Western Sydney, but I might pick Newcastle just because I like. But why would you pick Newcastle? Then there's nothing wrong with that, really. But I, I think it, I don't know, it brings up a, brings up a generation of football fans that aren't following a team for the right reason, in my two cents. But we'll see if it works. I never know. Right, um, news. As we talked about last week with Sean, um, the club has approached the local council for ownership or you know management uh, rights for the stadium. It would be awesome if it happened. Um, so it was Charlesworth wants to basically buy the stadium and we'd be the first football team in Australia to own their own stadium because... In the every, A League. In the A League. Before any... Every, every other, every other A League team has to what, rent out their, their stadiums because... Um, they're not theirs. They're not owned by the clubs. So I think, yeah, if we if we do get to own own our own stadium, we're pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, I think us and uh, off the top of my head, maybe Adelaide, are sort of the only two clubs where we're essentially the only tenant. Yeah. Because in Perth, you've got whatever the union side's called. Western Force in U- Rugby Union. That's the one. Perth Tech and that obviously Eels, everything. Um, Allianz. Newcastle just, just Knights, everything else. Newcastle the Knights, Allianz Roosters, Amy Park, Morris Wellington, Wellington, got rugby, don't they? Wellington Wellington's West Park's got Union and the cricket as well. And uh, the Warriors play league games at Westpac uh, every season as well. So, yeah. so yeah. we're essentially paying to be the only people that use it, just about, which is stupid in the long term. The only time there's ever anything on at Sunshine Coast Stadium that other people <laughs> care about rather, other than Mariners games probably one or two NRL games at the start of an NRL season and that's I'm it. pretty sure mm. they've got a contract saying that they can get five games a season. But they only sure. but this past NRL season that just ended they only got two. Yeah, yeah, two but yeah. there's no doubt that Mike would be interested in uh, other events being run there and I imagine oh, yeah, that's 100%. That's yeah, thing yeah exactly. Yeah, 100%. Um, during our off season yeah they would have to have events there to keep yeah. you know money ticking over. And well he's a businessman at the end of the day yeah. so if there'd be a level of control to make sure our surface is not damaged yeah. at the right at yeah. inappropriate times. Yeah. If he owns it I think he's going to be he'll be going all out he'll be going as many league games as possible, super cost, even if music an, events, whatever. Even if it's an ambit claim and, and uh, he's putting out there that he wants to buy the stadium, but in, in actual fact he's really aiming at getting the management rights for a long-term deal, such as the remaining uh, years of our licence in the A-League, yeah. then, you know, that, that's a fantastic uh, Speaking of management, we're going to have Kath from uh, the Central Coast Stadium on next week. If you have any questions you want to ask, uh, we've already got a few questions. Um, She's the manager as well. Yeah, just the manager, sorry. Um, Send them in and we'll try and get them to ask. We're going to ask about the roof. We're going to ask about seating, um, food, drinks, all that sort of stuff. So if you've got anything else you want to ask, um, just send it in. And And that's another thing as well because the club makes no money off food and drink at the moment, whereas if we owned it or we had the rights, it's another revenue stream which we need desperately. So, uh, you know, it's a smart ploy by Charlesworth at the moment to ask the question while there's this weird stuff going on with the council. Because yeah, they're in limbo. The, the amalgamation. Yeah, because yeah. they might want to make a decision and make it uh, sort of, um, I don't know, like sort of appeal to the local community that they're not just there to sort of be paid for 12 months or whatever and then leave. Or they might want to do the opposite and leave it all together because they're not sort of... They're only sort of here temporary, but um, the CEO has confirmed that the clubs approached them. So it'd be interesting to see what happens, but not formally yet, which is the important thing. So the club, they're obviously still working through all that. So 
it'll be interesting to see what happens, but it'll be the best thing ever. I'd love to get bears off the seats. Yeah. As as for a roof over over the um, northern end, obviously that's something that we That'd would be nice. I think it's essential. Yeah. To bring crowds back to that northern end, and because you mm. know the active base. When we stand in the sun in on forty degree days, it is hell. I, I know we cop a lot of slack for not producing much noise, but honestly, you go you go stand out there on a hot summer's day, it is just. It's not it's the best. Sapping. It yeah. kills you. Not literally, but well, like we'll start chanting, and everyone will be burnt out by yeah. the twenty minute mark, and there'll be nothing much else will happen after that. Adding to the stadium is a great thing. Where, you know, a roof over there, uh, over it, uh, yellow and uh, blue seats. It needs that, an that kind of thing. But but primarily fixing some of the stuff that hasn't been maintained in the kind yeah. of cl- yeah. approaching twenty years that the stadium's been there. Yeah. Um, a renovation of the corporate facilities, which are looking a bit tired. Uh, I wouldn't know what they're like, mate. Well, the, I've never <laughs> been in them and do. sat in them. But I went to a stadium tour last year and had a look in them, and I can tell you that uh, John Singleton's couple of Chesterfield lounges only just fit into his box. It's <laughs> That's small, <laughs> as it were. Um, so, but yeah, there's just some modernisation that could take place there. Get rid of a few CRT televisions and get some HD televisions mm. around the place. Tidy up the chairman's lounge, that kind of thing. The reality is, it's been run poorly by the council ever since they've owned it. Yeah, and you know, there's no uh, so no, no writing them off about that. But the reality no, yes, is, is, as a ratepayer, yes, as a ratepayer, then do I want my council to run that stadium? Do I really want them to be focused on that as a priority in my community? Probably not. Yeah. And you know there was there was a lot of it was I don't know how long ago it was maybe two two seasons ago three seasons ago when Charlesworth apparently approached the council and asked about the ownership uh, when Laurie was there and but and then it came out that Laurie said that there never was an approach so it was all a bit murky and um, yeah we never dealt yeah. with did we no long story short I don't think Charlesworth and Laurie like each other very much so. It wouldn't surprise me if we did approach and they said nothing or if we didn't approach and Laurie's come out and I did ask a question at the time, but I don't think I've got an answer. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. (laughs) Right, uh, membership packs. I know there's been a lot of people whinging about it. Um, Shut up. Just shut up. Yeah, seriously, (laughs) it's on its way. Um, You won't need to wear your hat until you get to um, the first game anyway, will you? You've got three three weeks till a home game. Just relax. The company that sent... Memberships to the club didn't send them in a single box. They sent them all split up via Australia Post. So the postie had to do three trips from the local branch up to here instead of just bringing one big box. So that would have... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, Morris, that was the smallest Morris, violin yeah. in the world there. <laughs> no, 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 but it is a pain in the ass, to be honest. Okay. Um uh, I, they have been um, talking to a few couriers uh, for next year, so hopefully, I know I know of one courier that um, I've been talking to, and they're they're I'll be looking at them for next year. So I don't get how it works because from what we've heard, the club posted them out. It's been like a week and a half, if not more. It's been longer than that. We we, we announced it with um, Dan on our first podcast. Yeah, and I live in Canwell, and I don't have mine. You've got yours and you live... I've got back. mine today, so you, you've probably you, got yours today. You live around the corner from me and yeah. you have yours. i got mine last Friday and I live in Greenpoint. Aaron so had his that's and you're at... I had mine on Friday. Yeah, and we know people in North Sydney that had theirs last week. Before, I know someone in Melbourne that's got theirs. Before some people oh. that were here on the coast, so Australia Post is just... Weird. Uh, 
they earn too much for the crappy service that they it give. It wasn't alphabetical. That wasn't any <coughs> sort of order. It was no. It goes by member number, if you'll believe some people. Really? So I've got my membership pack here. Well, I'm, 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 I've lost my original number. I'm up to seven seven one two now. I used to have a two digit number. <laughs> Twenty four. <laughs> yeah, I used to have that. But um, it's all gone. So I'm just looking through my pack now. I like to brag about my high membership number. My membership is really bad. Three one seven five four. Bandwag. So you get a uh, voucher booklet. Clearly, that voucher booklet is a very good idea. What's it got? Just quietly, it's, it's got some good stuff. I looked in it. at it's it. I looked uh, at it once, and I can't remember what's in it now. It's the got thing some good stuff in it. It's got yeah. two for one for sidelines. Shout out to sidelines. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? And that's the primary Bounce thing that you want style. out of a voucher book. You want some yeah. value in there, not just perceived or not just uh, you know it looks like it's value, but something yeah. that you'd actually take to a place and you'd actually redeem. Yeah. And it's and local McGuire businesses. Real estate, Florida Beach Bar, two for one pizza. Here you go, Mara. Yeah. It's for you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Cakes by Kyla. Sea salt or Kayla, whatever her name is. Sorry. Event cinemas, Gosford RSL. All sorts of stuff. Fruit so for all, some good stuff in there. Yes, yeah. sidelines, 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 sidelines. We have to mention them. Sidelines are in there. <laughs> Very good, sidelines. <laughs> Anyone say Did sidelines? you guys see the sidelines thing in here? The CEO's just saying bye. Hey, Sean, bye, Sean. you want to come up a quick word? <laughs> We're just talking about your rubbish membership packs, mate. <laughs> 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 no, they're lovely, they're lovely. We're just talking about uh, the voucher. Yeah. We you love that. Well, you know, we got 14 vouchers in there or something like that, and Victory only had four last time, so it's a work in progress. First time we've done it. It's good. It's very good. Yeah. But they look like they're genuine um, value as opposed to let's put some things in a book and hope that people like that. There's some real value in there that you would really take out and use. There's people that would actually use it. I like that. Yeah, use the stuff in it. Oh, good. All right, go home though. Seriously, yeah, it's like 10 to 7. It is 10 to 7. That's no, gone pretty quick. Jesus. That's it. I'm you, need, you need to change the computer. This man is working overtime for your enjoyment. <laughs> See you, mate. <laughs> See, See you, Sean. Mate. Enjoy. <laughs> Typical... Typical CEO <laughs> leaving early. Second favourite CEO. <laughs> he, he's only been here for like 14 hours. <laughs> what a bludger. Right, uh, back to it. Um, speaking of Sean, he told us earlier today that we have secured a front away shirt sponsorship. Yay. Woohoo! Obviously, that will be Seems. announced probably tomorrow or at least before Saturday. So He wouldn't even tell us who it is, so it must yeah, be we still right. We still don't know who it is. But this has been a work in progress for some time. I was it, just about to say that. Yeah, yeah we know that uh, for a long time, Sean's wanted to separate those two things, which is why yeah. um, things changed in the positioning of our logos last year. So, fantastic news. Sean, Sean I know that he's been working his arse off ever since that he's been here to try and get that away shirt sponsor. So, it's a big credit to him. And I know he was very close to getting one I think it was before last season started. Um, or it might have even been like halfway through or something like that. And he was very close and it didn't get over the line. But now it's really good that we do have one because it's very important. I know someone that's going to be happy that they get a new lanyard this season. Who's that? Um, they can work it out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> stop it. Right. Um, stop what? Um, pre-game. Areas. What? What? Pre-game is going to be at the bowling club on the grass. Um, the club are in talks with a brewery as well to try and organise something too. When did that happen? Is that, is that very recently? That's news. Breaking that's, news. That's breaking news to, to me. It's breaking news, Josh. Um, so they're going to try and have furniture out there and a DJ and all that sort of stuff. So that's who... Um, I don't know if it's Yellow Army members or not. They didn't say. I'm sure all the oldies... It'll be the, everyone. I'm sure all the oldies at the bolo will be going crazy over the DJ. Oh, I asked you just before, but I can't remember what you said. Is it on the greens? Did? 
Yes. So it's on the greens. It at, is. At the bowling club. See, yep. unless it's raining and then it'll be inside. Yep. Don't they have a synthetic green to avoid the whole pitch damage? But what if, what if there's people that want to play bowls? There's going to be no bowls they if there's a DJ there. They won't have any bowls there. Go home. Oh. We'll tell them that we're taking over. <laughs> we'll escort them to the door. Yeah. They'll listen. Well, they'll, they'll, need, ex- they'll need escorting. We'll take their Zimmer frames away and then kick them over. <laughs> Aaron can use it. And this is it. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, mate, I, may, I when, may need it. You when we play that. fives, you look like you've got a Zimmer frame in front of you. So yes. the ball gets in the way all the time. Yes. 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 No comment? That's best that I don't. Trying to, trying to kick it away with the frame. Lovely At least Warren. I turn up to the games. Uh, that unlo- is true. Unlike Oof. some of our team members who find that difficult. <coughs> Luke, um, you're looking at me. I was um, looking at you. Post-game. <laughs> Rough. Very rough. <laughs> we invited you in here. <laughs> That's it. I'm gone. The post game the will be on the training field on the western side as well. They're going to try and organise something there. That because oh. um, at the moment the the as you know the bars close halfway through the second half. Um, so that's still going to happen. Most people are still in line from half time for a beer by then. Yeah, yeah. So what they're going to do? They're going to they're still going to close those, but they're still going to. I don't know how they're going to work it out, but they're going to try and keep serving drinks till afterwards. Then they can bring the coach out and bring out players out into that western side. So that'll be right. That'll be good for the fans and mm. stuff. The fans. Yeah, it's it's important that we get some stuff happening after the game because. Sometimes it sort of feels like it ends and then... Especially after a loss, everyone's like dejected and just goes home straight away. And particularly so when it's an early game. It's a hard thing to do after a loss, though. Well, don't forget, we're going to have that... Like like Sean mentioned last week, we're going to have the photo after the game in the corner. At um, the northern corner. Yeah, yeah. And then um, after that, the players obviously go down and have a ice bath or a quick... Quick um, shower. Quick shower or rundown of the game. And then um, some of them will come out, I guess, to have a chat. So, yeah, it should be good. We like that. Um, we like that idea, don't we? I like that idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, it'll a bit. The more, the more player slash fan interaction, the better. Can we digress yeah. to the um, photo at the fan day on Saturday, which I also thought was an okay idea. That was good. Yeah. Good idea. Fatih taking a selfie. Yeah, that was yes. brilliant. Yes. If yes. anyone... Fatih took a selfie and put it on his Twitter that yeah. I saw. You'd have to be in the members group on Facebook to see the video that he posted from uh, Sean's phone, the live one. It was hilarious. I didn't even see that. It Hello. was so funny. At one point in it, he just looked at the thing and just went, this season... I want to beat Sydney FC. Really? And that yeah. was it. It was just the most sternest look ever. It was hilarious. What is if to say, like, a big F you to oh, yeah. and Sydney? Yeah, that 100%. game's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. Out, that. Uh, that reminds me. Pub we, crawl. We know uh, Fox Sports are going to run with a promo for that game um, involving Tavares, we think. Um, and apparently they're going to interview him about, uh, I assume, about his and Fatih's time at Sydney. And Tavares isn't going to hold back um, regarding Arnie. I'm keen. So I don't. So I, that'll probably come out sometime, sometime after the Perth game during the week, whatever. So probably be pre-game, pre-game of the Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That'll be. Yeah. If if you don't make the effort normally to get to Sydney away, try and get to this one. Cause Please I think do. Yeah. It's going to fire the boys up massively, and uh, it'll be it'll be fun. I'd bloody love to beat Sydney away. <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be epic. We're not, Arnie, doing, Arnie not doing any Arnie money this time, then. Oh, we should. I feel like it now. <laughs> should we? Should we, he, should we take our like make our own Arnie money and just chuck it on the field? After the way he acted, after we like sort of apologised about all that shit with the new regime, after because all that was under the old thing. When the new one come in, we went that was stupid. We're sorry, and then he still acted like a dick. Mm. 
Like, oh, you didn't uh, want him. He was a dick when he was here. Yeah, it's true, but he won us stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, well, he cost you know. us a bloody fortune. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it'll be... Um, that game will be definitely interesting, and uh, I'd love to get one over Arnie, because un- he'll be definitely under the pump early on if they don't do well, so... Uh, and last thing to do with the stadium, there's going to be a slightly different setup for the merch in the stadium as well. They're going to have... I think they said there's going to be um, different tents set up. So there might be more tents. I think the bigger one might be a little bit small. I don't know. And there's going to be a new beer tent near the um, the where the merch is at the moment. Peter Pryor so. approves. It'll be what's at the northern corner? Yeah, you said there's going to the be yak. Yak something is yak. A yak fat bar? yak. Yak bar. Fat yak, yak bar. Something. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. So easy yak, fat yak. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't even have a go at that. Pale. Love pale ale. Regarding the merch, too, we found out on the weekend that uh, if you go into a Rebel store and you want the 10% discount for being a member, you have to go to Erina. And what? So you, ca- why you not can't get it at Tugger. Well, the guy, Aaron, were you there, Aaron? We were yes, having that conversation? Was. Yeah, was. So I, the guy that uh, is running basically the whole merch thing is. Yeah, 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 is the, the guy. Franchises. Yeah, is the yeah. guy from the Erina store. Um, but we asked him that. And they're not under different franchise ownership, so even like he couldn't really give us a straight answer why um, you can't get it at Tugra. Maybe so something to do with the trading it's, name. It's just weird. I don't get it. But no, he was. He was. They were trying to do something about. They them, were very so helpful. Well, yeah. But, yeah, they were. But it's yeah. just something. Apparently, they've spoken to Tugra, and Tugra just sort of shrugged their shoulders and sort of waved it, it off. It was like so. with the pre-orders. If you pre-ordered and you didn't pick it up on the weekend, then you have to pick it up from Erina as well. Yeah. So, so I don't know. If, if you live down Tugway, maybe go into Rebel and whinge enough and they might um, come on board. But it's, it seems stupid, though, that you have to... Like, I live down this end, where we are, at the Centre of Excellence, and I don't want to drive all the way to Erina for a 10% bloody discount. It's not worth the money. In That'd be, that would be... Of course, that's different for me because I live five minutes from Erina. But yeah. it's weird that it's not at Tugger as well. Yeah. So if enough people kick up a stink about that, maybe and um, sort of the clubs, the clubs not wiping their hands of it, but the reality is There's now nothing they can do. Yeah. yeah. The, the reality is now the club don't handle the merch at all. It's all rebel. So I'm sure the club can have a word to them, but um, it might be up to some of us maybe to have enough of a whinge. Good idea for us to put some pressure on anyway, put it that way. Right. Yeah. One last thing in news. Uh, Gallup said today that he'd rather have promotion and rega- relegation sooner rather than later. Um, Interesting. I don't, I don't think promotion and relegation is going to happen for a long time. I think no. he's only saying it now to he's sort of appease a few fan. people. Yeah. I think it's, it's interesting, but because I think we should have it because it's sort of what... Football is about literally everywhere else in the world except for here and in America. Um, but franchise league, a lot of things are going to have to change before it comes in. And we don't really have the structure underneath the A-League to support this. So, no. so whether or not there's a structure that can come from the existing structure without massive change, who knows? Whether or not we need an actual B-League, as it were, that sits yeah. below the A-League so that that works That's properly. Because we really have to vet clubs that are going to... Uh, possibly make their way into the A-League. Um, we can't have too many uh, Gold Coasts or Far North Queenslands mm. uh, coming in and disappearing. And while there are lots of rich clubs uh, at the NSL or the NPL level as it is now, 
those uh, there are others and they're not all rich and they're not all well run so it's, yeah, it's all about funding as well like how are those teams going to generate funding to be able to compete is what I would like to know yeah well lots of these NPL clubs do have a fair bit of money more than what some people give them credit for mm-hmm. but when it comes to they probably think that the salary cap is covered you know, it covers most of their running. But yeah. Obviously, it doesn't. Yeah. No. And you can see with our club that it doesn't. But yeah. there is a lot of money in some of those, especially the bigger clubs oh, yeah. uh, from the NSL era. And uh, so, so, but money's not the only thing. It's a, yeah. it's also about grounds. It's about um, where you get your supporter base from. It's about how um, support shared. Um, and and uh, it's really good. You, you can't be having any uh, teams yeah. that are coming into the A League and really not equipped for it. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't I want any derbies. <laughs> I got you, didn't I? There's nothing wrong with derbies. We love derbies. <laughs> We've got the Unless oldest the one there is. Ones and then the FFA you have trouble with that. Nothing beats a distance derby. No, but I think uh, the thing that annoys most people is that there's no plan. Like he can say that all he wants, like he did this morning, but there's no concrete plan to get anything there. And like, to me, that planning is about focusing on the next level and how you can structure that next level mm. so that it's prepared and ready to be part of the A-League. Yeah. And at the same time, there's a period of time that the club owners of the A-League clubs have put their hard-earned in, we'll, we'll stick to Mike's case, and they deserve to be protected until the league Well, is this is where the Indian bod- independent body should come in. And, you know, the FFA have been telling um, AFC and the FIFA that, you know, Gallup said, as we mentioned last week, that um, you know the clubs are only in it for themselves and not for the betterment of football in Australia, which is a crock of shit. Like we wouldn't have centre of excellence if that wasn't the case. Why are we going all the way to Canberra to run bloody c- clinics and stuff exactly. if we didn't care about? No, so, and, and yeah. well, there's, so at the there's moment, still plenty yeah. of cynicism around some of the um, you know comments that that Mike makes. But the reality is that if you have a look at what he's actually doing, then he's yeah. doing a lot of positive things for not just the Mariners but for Australian football. It's basically, so. Gallup wants to keep control. For as long as he wants. Yeah. That's the that's thing what is, it comes down to. Say if we did have promotion relegation, if we got relegated last year, does Mike offer or does Mike show interest in buying the stadium? That now that we're playing in the second division and probably getting Good question. Three thousand people to get like Of course not. His investment's gotta be in getting back in the A League yeah, if he exactly. does that. Exactly. Um, so. And like I don't necessarily agree with that because I think we should have it and it's how do you think it should work? You know. Like how we bring it in or... Well, no, no. Okay, let's say we've got promotion relegation. Let's say there's 12 teams in the A-League and you've got promotion relegation. How would you set it up so that the teams that go down, uh, how do, who do you decide who comes up? How many te- How many go down, how many come up and from where? And it has to go... Well, top two go up, surely, and then... Okay, from where? Bottom two go down. From a B-League. But yeah. do you have an entire B-League or do you have state leagues that then the top of each of those then play against each other to get I think, promoted? Yes. I think you have to have I a B-League. So. And the I reason think, you have to yeah. is because of all of the travel and all of the all of that part of running a... a but a B-League is going to be... It's just it's so expensive. It's going to cost as much as A-League and they're not going to be earning anywhere near as much money. Mm. Well, th- this is the whole thing. You have to get it on TV to get that money and to, so, to, try, and, to try and cover... I think, At least half I think to get it to work, to start with, promotion, sorry to cut you off, That's right. is to have the state league staying as a state league, a true state league, not just Sydney. And then... Um, thing is, but the, geograph- the geography, that's what screws us. It does. I know. Yeah. But, um, and then There's whoever no wins that it. goes into, I don't know if it's a round-robin competition or if it's a knockout comp or whatever, but then whoever wins that goes up. But the problem with that is, say if you get Perth relegated, 
and a Western Sydney team, uh, sorry, Western Australia team, doesn't make the promotion, that's half the country cut out. Like, yeah. geographically. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. So, it's not a true national competition anymore. Yeah. And then it's, it's exactly the same if it's Adelaide. If you're not, Adelaide United get relegated and Adelaide City don't get promoted or anything, there's, exactly. no, there's no South Australian representation. Yeah. So, that's the problem where promotion relegation comes in. It, it, it'll, turn, it'll turn the A-League into a non-national comp. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think I think it's a big problem, but it's one that will just have to exist if they want it in, and if they want to, if they want to abide by. It just the seems statutes that seems some types want to just want to be like European football so badly that they want promotion and relegation, but they don't know everything that's going to be involved in setting that all up. Yeah, definitely needs to happen, but it has yeah. to be done carefully. It has to be done in the right way, properly. Yeah, I think that that needs to be. Nets, there needs to be the A League, there needs to be a B League, and then, like you said, State League. State League's all play like they do now, like they have the NPL Grand Finals, like like they do now, uh, I, and then I that's how they get promoted. A B League is not sustainable. No, not if it's not on TV. Until we figure out how it is, then yeah. we don't have a staging area, though, for clubs to determine whether or not they really are suitable to be in the A-League, and we really don't want um, clubs that aren't suitable for the A-League to be in the A-League. What, what's say we get a situation where we promote a club that has financial difficulties and all of a sudden they can't pay the fares to have their players travel to a game in Perth and there's a forfeit in the A-League? Mm. What did I see about Wollongong recently, that they want to be in the A-League and what, they had financial troubles or something? Do you guys remember that? Yeah, well, they because they play their games out of win in the NPL. Like that must be a massive drain. Yeah, like and yeah, I don't. uh, I think the only way realistically we will work out if it works is to actually try it (laughs) and then see what happens. Because I think the geography is the hardest thing to get past. Sometimes I think, and the expense that comes at that. I think if it's if it's if it's not on TV, you're not going to get nobody's going to get any sponsors. Okay, how about this? Uh, the youth league is currently split up into two conferences, mm. pretty much. Would you see a B league like that? Yeah, that would cut down on the travel. It would, but in the youth league, so they've done it to try and cut down on the travel. But it Perth, also cuts down on the games too, though. It does, but Perth, well, you could have it not work like that though. But Perth still fly to Brisbane. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> in the in the youth league, that doesn't cut down on anything. No, <laughs> no that's a tricky one. Very tricky. It's hard. We're not the brains for it, <sighs> but they I need. Don't envy anyone that has to make that final decision. They need yep. to do. They need to do something and come up with some sort of a plan to say. Even if it's, even if it's fifteen years from now, that means you give all these clubs fifteen years to build up to a point where they're potentially ready to go. That's just what they have to do. All right, we're joined by Paul Locon. How are you, Paul? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, thank you, guys. That's good. Um, you've been in the job for just over a month now. Um, been a bit of a whirlwind preparing the young Socceroos for a tournament, and now you're preparing a pro, uh, pro club for twenty uh, for a 27-round season. What's that been like? Yeah, look, it's uh, it's been great, and uh, you know the, the opportunity came at a bit of a, uh, a bit of a surprising time, as you said. I was preparing. Uh, uh, to go away for the qualifiers with the young Socceroos. And uh, uh, 
when I started in the job, it was five weeks ago, and uh, you know it's really not a lot of time. But I'm I'm quite happy with the you know the response of the players and and and, and the staff at the club, and everyone's been really supportive, and and we've uh, you know we've had some really good uh, performances in our, in our friendly games in in recent weeks, and. I, I think the only disappointing thing has probably been, been the result, but our focus has been uh, putting into practice what, what we've been working on on the, on the training park, and uh, um, you know, and, and we we move forward into our first game with uh, with a lot of confidence. Uh, you just mentioned then that the opportunity came up at a, a surprising moment. Uh, was being a club coach sort of on your radar in the immediate future, or sort of when the position came up, did it sort of? spike your interest and think that, well, sort of I may as well go and have a go at it? Um, look, I, I, yeah, to be honest, I, I, I was a little bit over, um, you know, coaching for, you know, a camp which lasts for three days and then not seeing the players for another month or two months or, you know, or even a couple of months. And, and uh, you know, I never set a, a time frame. Uh, oh, yeah, I think everyone understands that, unfortunately, with the A-League, there are very few coaching positions available um, but uh, in 2013 I was uh, offered a, the head coaching position of an A-League team and, and 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 decided to continue working with national teams because I felt uh, I still wasn't ready for uh, you know to accept accept such a such a big job and I wanted to make sure that uh, I knew exactly what what I wanted and 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 the way I wanted my team to play and uh, um, and you know once this opportunity came along and I felt ready for it and you know, hence why I said yes to the Mariners. Um, so what were your first impressions of the club and what was the, the main thing that enticed you to take on the role as head coach? Well, look, it's it's a big challenge from where the Mariners finished up uh, last season and, and from where we want to sort of you know move forward. Uh, I think any job, uh, any you know, head coaching role is, is, is always going to have its challenges and, and you know, we, we we sort of uh, you know pride our pride was uh, was um, you know was hurt last season and you know, the players are, are hungrier more than ever and uh, you know I, I, I hope to find a, to have found a group of players that uh, were, were up for the, the challenge and, and, and that's something that uh, um, that enticed me to the role you know, the fact that we have a, a number of uh, very good young players uh, also was was something that uh, um, that I was looking forward to. Uh, yeah, and my experience working with young Socceroos uh, means that I uh, have worked with some and 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 uh, and know, you know who are the, the the better young kids going around. So you know, hopefully, um, you know, come Saturday night, I think everyone will will see just how determined we are, and uh, you know, we certainly are not going to be a team this year that's going to make up the numbers. Um, so what, were your, what, what are your thoughts on the current squad and what do you think were the main improvements that we needed to work on before the season starts this weekend? Look, I, I, I think any coach will always try and in, improve the squad. I, I think you, you have the responsibility to, 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 the, to the club, to, to the supporters and playing group at any opportunity you can to, you know, to, to make the team better, whether that's on the training field or... The possibility of bringing in new players, I, I think you, you have a responsibility to do that. But uh, look, uh, looking at it last season, you know, we, we we conceded a record number of 70 goals. We were we were unable to clean uh, to keep a clean sheet in, in any of our games. Uh, I think that's one area where 
we've identified, um, you know, that we that we need to you know, to be better, and uh, we've we've seen that in preseason. Um, we 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 haven't really given any teams uh, clear opportunities. Most of most of the goals have come from. Uh, just a little bit of lack of concentration on set pieces and really small details. Um, but I, I think as a team, we're working a lot harder, uh, certainly further forward, to to try and restrict you know, easy opportunities for the opposition and, and make sure that uh, we don't put our goalkeeper under enormous pressure throughout, uh, throughout football games. Paul, just a question from uh, one of our Facebook people, Sid Mariner. Will there be any new additions to the squad, especially an injury replacement player for Jake Adelson? And, of course, we know that uh, Josh Rose moved uh, from the club to City, um, so we, we feel there's a, a bit of space there for you to work with? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's that's the plan. Um, you know, I, I, we're not going to rush into anything at the moment. Uh, the season still hasn't started, and uh, um, yeah, we want to make sure that whoever we bring in has some A-League experience uh, and he's ready to go. And, and hopefully, in the next uh, in the next few weeks, we will we will get that 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 right. Um, first of all, the, the person who who we think that will fit uh, uh, the culture of, of the club, and obviously uh, someone that's going to give uh, give something on the field to the playing group. Um, so the training sessions that we've seen that were put on social media on the on the club's Facebook looked up. Uh, pretty fast and furious and full of intensity, and I think it's maybe something that we lacked under the old regime. How have the players reacted to uh, your new training styles? Uh, they've, reacted, they've reacted good. Um, yeah, look, I'm a big believer in you have to train uh, the way you play, otherwise it's, it's, it becomes a, a bit difficult to execute, uh, especially when you know, you're playing some very good teams uh, in the A-League and... and yeah, the players the players drive drive the sessions themselves. Um, you know, we made it clear that uh, what the expectations were and the standards that we wanted to, to see in training. And at the end of the day, it's like anything. Uh, if if you're not going to train at uh, at the level that we want, well, then it's going to you know it's going to make it difficult for you to get in the team. So we 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 want competition for for spots. Um, you know, any coach will tell you that's that's the the best way. Um, you know, to yeah, to move forward, and uh, and you know that's what we've seen throughout the the, six, the, the five weeks that, that that I've been there is that everyone is pushing each other to uh, to become better. Uh, in terms of the playing style, you obviously probably don't want to give too much away, but when you're coaching these young Socceroos squads, um, there's sort of a set playing style that you're supposed to stick with. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but. Um, are you going to bring your own style to the club, or are you happy to continue playing that? Um, yeah, look, the, the, the playing style is aggressive. It's uh, it's fast. It's dynamic. Uh, it requires players to be at a high physical level, and, and that's something that we've we've identified an area where we we think we need to improve is is our fitness levels. Um, and yeah, look, I have a, an idea of of what I believe uh, will work. Uh, and ultimately, it, it, I also believe that that's the way we, we're going to get results. And it may take a little bit of time. Uh, we need to show patience. Uh, but yeah, look, I'm quite confident that uh, you know the style of the style of play will will incorporate 
you know, that dynamic type of football, but also find that balance uh, between you know defense and attack, and 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 you know, hopefully you know the direction of, of winning football games, and ultimately that's what it, that's what what it's about. That's what our fans want to see, and uh, uh, you know winning three games of football last season is is you know in my eyes unacceptable, and that's something that we hope to change this season. So with the Perth game coming up. Um... Yeah, I can understand that it will take time for your plan to sort of work and for the team to gel to play the type of style that you want to play. Um, with the Perth game, are you, are you going to set up to not lose or are you going to set up to go and attack and, and try and win from the get-go? Um, I Look, to be honest, I don't really understand what that means to set up to lose. Uh, that, to not that's, lose. That's... <laughs> That's it's not really in my uh, in my DNA of uh, of football. Um, I look at at the that you know at the team that, that that will travel to Perth, and and in in no way do I feel that we are inferior to our opposition. In fact, I don't feel we are inferior to any um, A League opposition. Uh, so uh, it's it's more about what we're going to do and and what we feel is going to work for us and how we can. Uh, get on top of of Perth, and at the same time, obviously, we'll identify what Perth does well, um, and and stop them within our, uh, you know, within within our football philosophy. Um, are you conscious of the time difference? Um, last season, a lot of teams found it difficult to deal with the time difference over there. Yeah, we have spoken about that, but um, you know, that's not going to. Uh, you know, I don't think that's going to be an excuse for us. Um, you know, we, we went across to, to New Zealand two weeks ago and we had to put our clocks forward two hours um, and we didn't we didn't find anything difficult with that. So, um, you know, we know it and, and we'll, we'll deal with it. And, and, and again, it, it, it's not something that we're, 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 we're really thinking about. It's certainly not, not going to be an excuse for us. Paul, one of the quieter changes that's occurred just recently upon your arrival is the arrival of a new assistant coach, um, obviously replacing uh, somebody who had a fair sort of uh, uh, was a fair icon in the, in these parts. Can you walk us through how that process uh, worked and felt? What, what what it is that you're looking to achieve in terms of um, taking that selection? Um, and and you could just just uh, on Ivan's name, can you give us a pronunciation check? Um, yeah, his name's Ivan Jolik. 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 Yeah, look, I just felt that uh, moving forward, um, you know, Ivan has the same idea of football as me, and um, and you know, we, we we sort of share the the same football philosophy. And I felt it was important that um, you know, once we hit the ground running, that that I, I I needed someone beside me who I knew was was ready to go straight away. Um, and you know, Ivan brings. Uh, you know, some experience of working for the City Football Group um, at, at, at Melbourne City for two years, and uh, um, you know, I just wanted a fresh start, and uh, um, and understood the, the difficulty in, the, in 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 how some people might perceive the decision, and and uh, you know, Hutch being a, a club legend, and and uh, and and it was going to be a bit of a a bit sad for some people, but. You know, tough decisions need to be made in football, and uh, um, I think everyone at the club can see uh, exactly what Ivan's, uh, you know, brought to the playing group, and 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 uh, and we're all delighted to to have him on board. 
Uh, just finally, Paul, um, what were your expectations for the season? Was it uh, to make the top six? Um, yeah, look, I really don't want to put a, a, a limit on, on to what I think we can achieve. Um, yeah, we, we, we're looking at it game by game. Um, you know, we want to we want to win every game we play in, and and hopefully we win uh, enough games to uh, to be challenging for the top six. And and I guess at the end of the year we'll, we'll we'll judge ourselves on on our performances and on our results. And I feel that if we can get close to being consistent uh, with our with our playing style being so aggressive, we'll, I I I hope. Um, that we're there challenging at the end of the year for a, for a top six spot. Okay, one last uh, non-serious question. We've had Sean ask us to ask you about Elvis. <laughs> and he said that you you still think that Elvis is still alive. Is that correct? Um, yeah, well, my mum is a big Elvis fan, and she always tells me that, that the king is, in fact, still alive. So, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Mums, so, m- mothers are always right. and. Uh, <laughs> So you're looking forward to having Elvis playing at home over the uh, loudspeaker? I do because it means that uh, we will have won. We will have won the game, and uh, um, I will be riding there singing along with everyone. I can't wait for that. All right, thank you very much for joining us this week, Paul. No, you're welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank boys. Thank you. that time of the week you know what it is you love it and now it's time for stupid things on facebook first up i just want to get clear up this point um I'm not going to say your name. Enjoyed the podcast, especially impressed with Sean, but the name Coast Football Ramble is misleading. It seems to be entirely about CCM and the A-League, not about Coast Football. Right. Well, in our About section, it says, a weekly show based mainly on the Central Coast Mariners and the rest of the A-League. Weekly discussions with players, staff and pundits. What part of that do you not understand? Also, if you want local information about local teams, I'm sure a lot of the teams had mad Mondays recently, and they got shit-faced, and probably got into fights, <laughs> and lots of stuff, but um, do you want to know about a transfer from Kalani Vale to Wyoming? Because I'd have got nothing on that. My team got nothing. last. How did you go, Luke? You... Uh, we started off well, and then we tapered off, so about second last, I think. Second we only last? Just, yeah. You only I just beat I us. Didn't, I didn't play. Luke, he didn't play. Josh didn't play. Maura, how did you go? Sixth of eight. Six of eight. Six well, of there's eight. your local football, mate. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can go first. On the subject of delivery of membership details, what a Jody asks, what about those that are overseas for the next few weeks? Well, we've asked Dan the man who can solve any problem to mount a jet ski and start heading for Thailand now. 
He should be there anytime, anytime soon. So be prepared. He's it's got a little gas lamp on the front of his of his jet ski and he's going for it. <laughs> I can just see him doing that right now. We've got a live trucker and he ju- he seems to be just <laughs> off the coast of Queensland. He's on his way. He's coming. Oh, oh, oh. Has he hit the Great Barrier Reef? Oh, no, it's okay. He's about to be picked up by Border Patrol, though, so... Oh, is that an iceberg? Oh, shit, he's gone the wrong way. I was about to say something about the Japanese, but I won't. (laughs) Good idea. I'm going to need some help with this one. Okay. We now have a comment from Whoworth and Mallard. Who do we sing for? Yellow Yellow Submarine. Submarine. We now have one from Mr. Aitken. Good to see that I am not alone. Will someone please tell the three M's, the mental midgets from marketing, that our colours are dark blue with yellow flushing, not bloody yellow. The one above would work with the suggested navy shorts. Well, Mr. Aitken, if you go onto Wikipedia, we're clearly a yellow club. And if you go back through the seasons, we are clearly a yellow club. So you can shove that dark blue fairly up your ass. Wikipedia is always very trustful. Everything on Wikipedia is true. This one from Chris. We need an Asia player in our squad, I think. And follows that up with, if win the comp, more Asia players might help for the AFC. Is that the continent or the band? It's possibly in a <laughs> clerical capacity, but I'm uncertain. Hmm. And now it's time for everyone's favourite. The Weekly Wonder. <laughs> Sorry, just give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hunt. (laughs) What are you doing? This gets harder every time. Well, I put it out there. Dot, dot, dot. Hope the club keeps an eye on the comments. Yellow shirt with blue shorts and yellow socks. It looks so much better. Too much yellow. Plus, plus, don't tell me the Mariners are yellow. We are not. Well, Mr. Hunt, if you are listening this week, just rewind to the last comment that I said and listen to that and keep coming, man. You, you, you're, you're a hero to me. We love you, Eddie. We love you, your passion. Yeah. You're passionate. You, you give us a reason to live in the morning. We get up and we look for your comments every single time we hop online. Um, I know there's a couple of people who left the Mariners member group already. Don't. Don't do that. Just stick around. It's good fun. And I'm sure the boys appreciate you moving your work hours so you can get to all the home games. We certainly do. It warms the cockles of my heart that that a man can do so much. You can't deny that passion. Josh, you got anything to say? I've got tears in my eyes. (laughs) He's such an inspiration to me.
Right, after all that silliness, on to previews for the first time this season. Yay! I'm the only one cheering. I'm so keen. So, so keen. Right, so round one. First game up, Friday night, the opener. Brisbane Raw at home against Melbourne Victory at 7.50. Yeah, they've, they've changed the times around this season. Uh, later kickoffs on Friday and Saturday as well. Um, for me, I'm thinking draw. How about yous? Victory. It's a it's a hard one to pick. Um, Brisbane did so much better last season than what anyone thought they would. Uh, they've had more issues, but most of them off field. I think Aloisi and uh, well, both Aloisi's have uh, probably. I think they would have done a right in keeping the playing group away from everything. Um, Brett Holman will be interesting to see how he goes. I'm pretty keen to see him play, um, but. I haven't seen him play for years. Yeah, no. He looks like he's aged about 42 years in the desert. <laughs> he actually looks like Aaron. He looks like Aaron. 2010 In the World face, Cup. he's got a few wrinkles and I'm stuff. I'm taking that as a compliment. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> he's 10 years younger than me. Definitely least. don't play like him, though. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, looks like a rough time in the desert, but hopefully he can still play. But I'd, it's hard to go past victory, though. I think Brisbane will push him, but victory just. Yeah, I think too much for victory. Uh, Brisbane have had some well-documented off-field issues, and while I think the Aloisi's kept the squad away from that most of the time, I do think victory are hard to resist. I'm tipping victory. Your mic is very quiet. I'm a very quiet person. Because he talks really low. So sultry. Dulcet tones, more. Melbourne victory. (laughs) That's better. (laughs) Right, the first game on Saturday. uh, Wellington Phoenix at home against Melbourne City. Uh, I think City. City should probably win. I think Kale's out. Kale's not playing, but yeah, they're pretty, way, much, they're pretty much full strength besides that. I think they'll be too strong for Wellington. It should be a cracking game, though, if you look at it on paper. Yeah. With the squad that the Knicks have now with Kiff Finkler and Rojas, and um, they've got a good squad. Rojas? Built, not Rojas. You, mean, you mean Costa? Costa, sorry. Um Yeah, and they've got a good squad built around that, so... It'll be interesting to see how their back line holds up. Musket Musket was okay, but um, it'll be his first game back there, obviously, since going to Melbourne City. But I think the Knicks' defence will be the question, as will Melbourne City's, though. So it might end like 5 all or something. I'm going to go draw. Yeah, funnily enough, I'm going for a draw as well. I'm with you, Luke. I think that uh, they've signed well. Wellington, I rate Ernie Merrick, and... uh, they were reasonable last year at, at times, and um, I, I think they're in good shape this year compared to previous. So, um, I mean, looking at the on paper, mm. they've got a great side. If they don't make the top four, I think Ernie will be gonski. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I'm going to tip a draw as well. I think Wellington, um, like you said, have got good signings. Um, they'll be tough to beat at home, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if City did get the win. So the second game on Saturday night is the Derby. Wanderers at home against Sydney, but it's actually being played at Homebush, at correct? Ali, at ANZ, yep. Yeah. I am keen as for this. 10 to 8 kickoff. Well, me, Luke and I going. Aaron's going, are you? No, I was. I thought about it, but no. He's, um, I'm too old for the bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> might go to sidelines <laughs> or might go to my house to see how we go. Possibly. Um, yeah, it should be. It's going to be a top night. I, they're, they're playing it there because of Pertec, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Pertek's only just about to yeah. be demolished. So it's a Wanderers home game, technically. Um, so from the word is that not a lot of Sydney fans uh, have bought up tickets, but 
apparently... I think there'll be an onrush this week. Yeah, I think the PAX was around 38,000 or something like that. And then, but that that doesn't include Wanderers members um, so we're, or, we're, or Sydney members. It's got to be about 60,000. It's got to be 60. I reckon if we get 70,000, it'll be massive. It'll be such a good It'll night. be, I think, if it's if it's over what... 55 or something it's the, it'll be the highest yeah, club the attended football is game 55 6 yeah it? was it that was our what melbourne was, yeah the melbourne derby yeah yeah i think uh, i think a lot of people were complaining that like oh about the atmosphere and blah blah and yes it's not the best place to watch it's absolutely terrible but if it's if it's three quarters full it's still pretty good yeah if you've got two full ends of active which it will be yeah um i think it'll be It'll be nuts. So, well, I mean, see, I've only been there for Socceroos games, and you know what the active there is yeah. like. So. Well, I think the last time there was probably a good atmosphere there at a football game was Uruguay, two thousand six. Yeah, true. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, every so- I've been to two two games there. I think. Well, since. actually, no. Asian Cup. Asian Cup was immense. The final. That yeah. was yeah. That, Asian that Cup was, was awesome. But yeah. the like again the. Active support. I know you and I were down there. I can't remember if you were there or not. Was that the final? Yeah, yeah, I was there. You were there. Sorry, man. Um, just the organisation of active support just doesn't is bad. Hold up against anything club wise, yeah. so especially the RBB. So yeah. atmosphere wise, yeah, it should be a massive improvement on anything that's ever been there. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, there. I'm, I'm thinking draw. To be honest, I, I, I could sway one side or the other, but I'm going to go draw. It's a tough one. It's tough to pick it. It is. But I'm going to go Wanderers on this one. <clears throat> I think that. Uh, Why do you think Wanderers? Because Arnie's talking up his team like as if they're the best team in the world, and uh, I, I <laughs> as see he that. Does. Yeah, I see that. And, but he's talking him up even more. Mm. That, that as far as he's concerned, they've got everything they need to sweep all before them. Well, I think that's a, that's the kind of thing that Arnie st- says when uh, he's concerned. I still don't think their defence is that great. So, but that's just my opinion. Which is pretty pretty ironic coming from a Mariners fan, but I still I think Sydney FC's defence is still pretty average. Mm, I think a big one for Wanderers is I know a lot of their own fans have been hating on him a lot lately, but Topo Stanley's going to be out because he got the red card in the FA Cup, so yeah. that'll, that'll hurt them. But that's a different comp though. Does that count? It does. Yeah, it does. Count. It does, it does wow. count. I'm with you. I don't think it should count. Yeah, it, it does shouldn't. count. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting to see slots in there. Um, I can't pick a winner out of these. No, two. neither can I. I think that's that's what uh, same with me. That's why I think draw. I think Wanderers fans will outnumber Sydney Sydney fans Easy. immensely, and I think that might just get them over the line. So I'm going to go Wanderers. I'm going to tip Sydney just to be different to you guys. Okay. Uh, then we're the final game on Saturday night. We travel to Perth. <coughs> lovely time of ten o'clock kickoff. Mm, so we we're, we're going to go. To the brewery, which is the closest pub to ANZ, yeah, and it's watch the game. Underneath Novotel, I believe. It so is, yeah. yeah. Just walk out ANZ, and it's on your immediate right. Good luck getting in there. Yeah, if you're around the area and you can avoid there'll be the a riding. Lot of, there'll be a lot of people there. Yeah, if you can avoid the riding and the flares, then come hang out with us and yell stuff at Perth. But Actually, I'll get back onto the flares in a second. Mind me of that. Good idea. Yeah, you, you've got to be cheering for us if you want to hang with us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a tough start. It's. I think it, it's, it's almost tough the toughest start we could have gotten, to be honest. Yeah, Perth away. They've built a very good squad. Perth are usually too strong at home as well. Time difference. Yep. Roston's now the captain, which hurts me. I don't know. He needs to 
for sure stop dyeing his hair blonde, though. <laughs> <laughs> Looks atrocious, doesn't it? It's it's such a football thing to do now, all yeah. these players dyeing their hair blonde. I love him, but he ain't messy, and he ain't Neymar. Maury, can we get you to do that for charity? It's not Aaron Ramsey. I've already done it before. Oh, well, when I get to the do charity bit, a little bit later, yeah, we'll talk about it a bit later. How about, how about here's a bet here. If we make the top six, I'll dye my hair blonde. If I do it, <laughs> it's not blonde, it's white. It's Billy Idol. <laughs> Right. It's 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 hard um, to it's hard to judge where Perth are though because yeah. they don't play many games um, against A League opposition in preseason. They've I, I know obviously they've played the two games in the FFA Cup. Uh, they beat Brisbane uh, and then Sydney beat them in the round of sixteen. Um, uh, they got thumped by Brisbane Raw four nil though last week in Sydney. So they've obviously had to fly over. So that could have had a part in it, but other than that, all they've done basically is pump. Um, I can see Castro being NPL clubs. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. The midfield is going to be, I think, where it's probably won and lost because I'm going to say. About, uh, let's. I've this. really seen. Like, let's throw the games out. I've seen. I don't think we've got a full-on number ten, and that's going to no, hurt don't. us until we get one. We definitely don't. I was so about to say. Roston's going to have an easy night. Yeah. And distribute it straight to Castro, and Castro will either have a, have a shot himself and get it, or lay it on to someone else. I was about to throw this out. Who's your starting eleven? I would. I'd put Ivan in goals. Rue at right back. Um, Do you think he's right though to play? I don't think he's game? fit enough for hey, that. Rue. Yeah. Mm. Oh. I don't know. If, I feel like he's played. So who who goes back to right back then? I'd say Posco would. It's Posco. Oh, okay. Or I was going to put yeah. Posco at centre back. So yeah, that's where I'd prefer him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like him at right back. I much oh, prefer him in the middle. I quite like Ascroft at right back though. Yeah, Monty's been playing centre back. Neil, Neil, Neil should be left back. Yeah, Neil will be left back. Tavares and Monty in the middle. Um, well, are we going to put Powell again in like a false nine sort of thing? I think so. I think it's really our, our only option because we we don't have a ten. So mm. I think we're going to go with the four two three one again. Roy would be up front. Wingers would be... Um, Payne. Payne. Payne would be on the left, wouldn't he? Yeah. Payne and Fabs. Yeah, that's right. Fabs had a bit of a niggle butt, apparently. Cause, From uh, the City game. I think so. He didn't train uh, at the fan day at all. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he pulls up from that. So, But yeah, I, I think we'll go four two three one. Um the only thing I can see Ocon maybe doing is putting Posco at right back, putting Monty back into centre back, which I hate. No, I don't want to do that. Um, I don't want to see that. And yeah, then that and then starting necessary, I think. And then starting Liam Rose in the midfield with Tavares. That's mm, maybe okay. what I would do to get past uh, this week. Yeah, to get past the centre back problem agree with that. or the right back problem rather. Um, but Storm might be right to start. We don't know. So who would you start up front? Sorry. Roy, 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 Roy up front. Fair yeah. enough. Hoping, hoping a good start from Roy because uh, well, I he did he did score against Perth away last season as yeah. well. I like I I don't feel like he owes us, but I think he probably feels like he does. He could do what he could do better. Yeah, because he spent eight games out and I, he had a rough start ish, but I think he came. Well, good the only goal the he end, scored like, at the start before his ban was with his chest, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. No, it was but he scored a header against Wellington. Oh, he did two, and that was it. Yeah. So he got yeah. two, and then afterwards he, he started winning on a little bit of a run. Yeah. yeah. But for Roy, it's all about the service. And, uh, you know, I... I think that's what Payne can give him. I think Payne yeah, can I give him better if, service. If Payne can put some better crosses in better than Austin ever did, yeah. which isn't hard, I know. 
that um, if it's decent enough, then Roy can get on the end of it. Yeah. So far in pre-season, Payne has been looking very good. He's scored a couple of goals as well, which is really important. It's With with the two wingers, it's going to be about how they defend because when you have Fabio... Hates to defend. Um, I think Payne will be okay defending, though. Payne doesn't mind too. getting back. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think if Fabio doesn't start to track back, O'Connor will throw an up here. So that'll be our weak spot then. Yeah, because... I think Fabio is probably stronger going forward than what up here is, but up here would in, track back more. Yeah, in the game Better work right in the game in Tamworth where Fabio come off injured early and up here come on at right wing, he was going forward. He did lose the ball a couple of times and everything like that, but he looked alright. But he was also getting back and did some good things defensively. So, so with Fabio potentially being injured, would you see up here starting? Yeah, probably. I'd start him. Yeah, you know, I wasn't sold on him when we signed him, but. Um, same thing with Ivan. I wasn't really sold on him when we signed him, but from what I've seen in preseason, they've impressed me that. enough. Well, to he looked quite good against um, uh, Wellington at Knicks. Oh, no, Jeffsky. Jeffsky? No, Appiah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he looked yeah. okay. And these guys have a lot to prove, don't they? They do, a lot. Because yeah. Ivan will want to prove that he wasn't worth sitting on the bench for six or seven seasons or whatever it was. And Appiah, this will be his last, I'd say his last shot at sort of playing professional football is that his third club now back where he started. Does Ivan really need to prove anything? I think he does. Yeah. Against, against what against uh, other it'll teams be, it'll or be against inter- our own club? It'll be interesting if he starts at Sydney away. That, that'll be the be- that'll be the time where he has to prove himself. He doesn't have to prove it to us, I don't think. No, I, I was going to ha- say. Yeah, prove it to he, himself, he, maybe? I think he yeah. has to prove it to the people that are at Sydney when he was there that he deserved to start. Well, we've got a few of those players. Yeah, we do. Which uh, is going to yeah. make it interesting, but I think um, I think the other thing that the thing that let us down last year was the spine as well. So it's it's massive that Fatih and Tavares. Um, Wait, are you, just going well. back, I don't know. I don't know. We just I've just realised something about Fatih. Why would Monty play centre back if Fatih would be there? Yeah, it'd be those two at centre. It'd be though. It'd be Fatih and Monty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not that sold on it, but if that's what has to happen, then that's what has to happen. I'd prefer to see Fatih and Bosco in there and Ascroft on the right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And then Monty back into the middle. Exactly. Yeah. The only thing is is that I hate not playing Liam Rose because I love him. Yeah, th- that's, <laughs> yeah. A, that's a really fair call. And I worry... Well, it's, it's weird because if he plays and he impresses, which he will, I'll, it'll, we'll struggle to hold on to him past January... But if he doesn't play, then he's just going to be not happy and want to move probably for nothing elsewhere. Which was a very strong rumour that he was going to go to Melbourne City in the off-season, which also fell through. So, um, But if he has to maybe sit on the bench for a couple of games um, to sort of prove that he's not going to walk into that spot, then maybe that's what needs to happen and then uh, we'll get the best out of him in the long run. Done with our game? You happy? Yeah. Right, the following Do we have game. to give a tip for that one? <laughs> no. We, we I've set my alarm. No, we'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone, Perth? Just silent. Moving on. Silent. Uh, yeah. The Sunday game is <laughs> the Jets are at home against Adelaide at 5 o'clock. Adelaide. 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 FTS. Right. FTS. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say scum, not Newcastle. Um, no, they're, they're a shambles. Yeah, I think... I- not not just because we hate Newcastle, but Adelaide should probably do it easy. Adelaide by two or three. Country ball. It'll be yeah. it'll be it'll be interesting how many because the Jets have got a crap squad, 
and Adelaide have lost a lot of good players from their championship squad. So it'll be interesting to see how they... That's a good noise. It'll be interesting to see how they back up um, from losing all those good players. Now, you mentioned um, flares before. I did. Sharks. Letter yeah. flares and the mel- uh, the media celebrates it. It was flare again in they'll, the Shire. They'll be, oh, yeah, there's going to be so much hypocrisy. As soon as someone lights a flare in the airleg this season, the media are going to jump all over it. And all the all the football types on Twitter that I've seen will which will be Saturday point night. Out, will point out the hypocrisy straight away. It'll be Saturday night. You know that it name. will be. Yeah. Shit is going to go down. Who are the sharks? <laughs> I, I, oh. Honestly, I, Aaron I, Morrow with the mic drop. I'm I, just I know. <laughs> I'm just. Staring. I know the sharks won, but that's all I know. Yeah. I know nothing else about that game, and I don't want to. Yeah. But yeah, um, there, was, there was all this video. They were literally walking around the street with just flares waving, and then all the things along the bottom were. Sharks fans celebrate, celebrate, yeah. and, and everyone was like Today's Show. The Today Show was like the main one against football flares. Mm. But as soon as Lisa NRL Wilkinson was absolutely blasting the Wanderers fans or whoever it was, when it was all sort of going down. What was it? It was like if it's NRL fans, it's celebration. If it's if it's A League fans, it's hooliganism. So it's, it's the ethnics. Double sta- the double standards are pretty uh, ridiculous. <laughs> it's the foreigners. Invading. Right now, we talked about uh, dyeing your hair, Morrow. Will you do it for charity? In our charity night. Um, <laughs> assuming that God, you put him on the way to put him on the spot. Um, I might have to ask the general manager because I might do what? Um, <laughs> general I, manager I, I, is that I'm, another, I'm another gonna, name for your wife? It, it was actually just trying to get that <laughs> boss. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give a tentative yes to that. She but, hates but, football, but, so she but, doesn't but, listen. But, 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 but what if we do it yellow and I'll do mine blue? No. Oh no. There'd be no yellow. Imagine that. Okay. Eddie would roll over. <laughs> <laughs> Blue, maybe, but not yellow. Imagine if he'd come to that night. Well. I'll send him a personal invitation. He might want to dye his hair blue. Right, and you can okay. be yellow. So I spoke to um, Jesse earlier tonight, and um, the trivia night's going to be on the 30th of November. So pencil that one in. Be there or be square. We're going to have some players. We're going to have some games. We're going to have some trivia, obviously. Um, Morrow's going to be dyeing his hair. Um, <laughs> I'll get the general manager to do it on the spot. Yeah. So <laughs> sidelines, bar and grill down at Erina. Um, Troy's fantastic down there. Um, mentioned last week they've got a new menu, so go try that one out. And uh, we should have a lot of fun down there. Yeah, we will. It'll be a fun night. It's Wednesday night. It's um, we play Wanderers at home on the third, which is a Saturday, I think. Yep, that's correct. Yes. So uh, yeah, uh, we're going to be raising money. I I've got a charity in mind, but I'm not going to say it yet, just in case it doesn't fall, um, follow through. With that so so get down there. Um, we'll bring some more information to you as soon as we get it. And that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. You don't really need me to say bye, do you?